This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with your host, Rowena Patton, a show that focuses on the real estate market in terms you can easily understand. Call Rowena now. The number is 240-9962 or 1-800-570-9962. Now here's the English girl in the mountains, the agent that I would trust, Rowena Patton. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate News Radio Show. You can find all the links you need for what I'm talking about today at realestatenewsradio.com. I know that's a shocker. It's that website. It's Rowena Patton, All-Star Powerhouse, brokered by EXP. Uh, Get all that stuff out of the way. Today we are talking about tiny homes. That's an interesting topic. I know. That's cool. I'm anxious to learn more. Well, so what triggered this, actually, is I've been doing research this week, and I watched one of those videos on Instagram that was about these guys unwrapping, and you can see this at realestatenewsradio.com, too, unwrapping, it's basically a folded-up prefab house for a hotel, booth, office, guardhouse, shop, villa, warehouse, that's what they're claiming, at least, workshop, and it has a restroom. It's really interesting. Actually, has a little bathroom in it. You can buy different sizes as a 13 by 20 foot. So it's a real tiny home. They're selling them as tiny homes. And there are other options as well. The other one is 15 by 20. I don't know why this one is more expensive. It's the same size. $22,999. The other one is nineteen nine. So Maybe maybe the other one has a bathroom. Hmm, let's have a look, see if we can find that on there. Wow. Yeah, that one has a bathroom. And it comes um, all folded up. That's amazing. And then all the walls fold, fold down. Out. It sounds crazy, right? So it says, spacious living. That, and of course, you know, I'm reading their ad copy. So <laughs> go and look into this. You can find the link to this at realestatenewsradio.com. I've made it real easy for you because... Actually, when I was looking it up, I had a little difficulty finding it. Spacious living, the size of this prefab tiny home for sale to live in. And of course, you know, I, I, we have listeners everywhere. So you have to ch- check your local restrictions and everything like that on these. So spacious living, the size of this prefab tiny home for sale to live in is 15 by 20 by 8.3 feet. So that's the height of it, 8.3 feet offering more space than typical shipping containers. Well, that's nice because a lot of people have become very interested in shipping container homes. But this one, you basically fold it out. I saw three guys folding it out. There's a video on there as well (laughs) that you can watch at that link, realestatenewsradio.com. If you've just joined in, there's a link. It's called Tiny Homes. There's also a link on there for tiny homes in Western North Carolina. So you can see what tiny homes are out there already, and I'll talk about those a little later in the show, which will be fun. We'll go through ones already out there. There are some ones with absolutely amazing views. Some are 800 square feet. So um, what's 15 times 20? Uh, 300. 300 square feet, yeah. Yeah. So I guess you could lock two of these together, which would be kind of interesting, and then you'd be at 600 square feet. A lot of tiny homes are 600 or less, so that would make you, you know, a real tiny home. Um, And there's other ones on there as well, obviously. So safety and durability, constructed with a steel frame and flame-retardant foam wallboard, this container home prefabricated is waterproof. Well, I would hope so. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> I love what the these are. I mean, does it come from? Well, we won't say where it comes from. Um, it's earthquake resistant grade eight. That's pretty amazing, and wind resistant to grade ten. Expand. What, what does that mean? Do you know? I really don't. Are these on wheels? No. They're uh, okay. No, they're, they're sit on a foundation. Yeah, I mean, you could put it on a foundation, I guess. Let's see what else it says on here. So, expandable design. This specially designed perma permanent prefab tiny home can be folded for easy transport. See, it all folds down. And that's the difference in a manufactured home because they are on wheels. Right, you know, or right, right. It, depending on what kind of manufactured they are, of course. Um, where is it? Folded for easy transport. Simple assembly and disassembly makes it suitable for frequent relocation. That's interesting, too. Yeah, it is. It would be extremely good for people who um, are doing developments or something like that that need an office or maybe need an office outside of their house. That's another way you could look at it. I guess people are using these for Airbnbs as well. Again, we have, we've done a whole show on STRs. You can look that up at realestatenewsradio.com. Click on the podcasts. Look for the short-term rentals on there. We had an expert on just a few weeks ago talking about that one, so you can learn about STRs at that link too. And we talked about restrictions and, you know, local variances and things all over the country on that one. It also says abundant natural light, multi-window design. There's windows all over this thing. Ensures a bright and inviting interior for the tiny house. Equipped with full electric, electrical wiring to USA standards, providing flexibility for customization. Well, that's pretty cool. Versatile applications suitable for various high, middle, and low-grade buildings, including commercial housing, schools, campsites, temporary hospitals, backyard guest house, and more. That's where the Airbnbs come in, I guess. Interesting. Installation. This prefab house has no accompanying staff to dismantle and install. <laughs> While furniture and circuits are not included, you need to install it by yourself. Okay. So uh, I, I literally saw three guys unpacking it and folding it out. It didn't look that hard. Um, the sheds and tiny houses use drywall anchors and screws throughout the holes on the adjustable legs for added stability. It's got little legs underneath that you can change depending on, I guess, whether you've got a level lot or not. Transportation. This belongs to Overside Goods, the logistics channel used is truck delivery. Shocker. Unloading requires you to prepare a crane. Ooh, because of the overweight, cannot be unloaded with a forklift. Okay, so you've got added costs there. But this thing is $20,000, which is interesting, huh? That is really interesting. Um, we've got a 19 by 20 feet is the biggest one on there with a restroom. But the 13 by 20 has a restroom too. And there's all kinds of others that have full bathrooms, little bedrooms, the video is pretty funny. Yeah, there's a video down here. Similar products. Let's have a look at this one. This is 49, uh, excuse me, 34,999. This one is 19 by 20. Um, I wonder how easy it would be to put two of these together. You know, not have yeah. a restroom in it or something. So, But obviously, if you want something that, uh, you know, is just as a guest house or something like that, this could be a very inexpensive way to do it, and it doesn't look bad at all, I've got to tell you. It's got sliding doors, pretty windows on it. You could dress it up. It's pretty cool. And there's lots of these now. I guess that, you know, people are 
becoming so interested in tiny homes. And again, you can see a link to this at realestatenewsradio.com. If you're sitting at home in front of your computer or um, on your phone, realestatenewsradio.com, you can see it right there. There's a lot of different manufacturers of them. I'm trying to find another one here. There's all kinds of cabin plans on there as well. On the link that I set for, for you, you'll find two or three different ones, including, um, you know, sheds with floors as well. All the ones you used to see these at Home Depot and they seem to have disappeared. The, the uh, uh, term I remember hearing about them is called a she shed. A she shed. A she shed. <laughs> That's right. I know people that have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars literally building a, a she shed. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, here's a wooden storage building that's 16 by 32. This one's 15,000, but it looks fantastic. It looks like a barn. It's got windows all around it. Um, and a moon house. There's a moon house on here as well that would also, this actually is a home. So uh, it looks like a dome. Econo House Mart Moon House, 33-foot diameter. So interesting. Um, you're, <laughs> it is not a complete house. You're buying a dome framing kit only. <laughs> oh, okay. And I've seen these, and um, we've actually put one on the market before. So these you can actually sell as, uh, as uh, real estate. Well, as homes. That's, uh, and there's a village out in Flat Rock. You probably yes. are familiar with of, of tiny homes. Yes. Now, some of those, you know, they've got to be on a permanent foundation. Well, they don't have to be, obviously. But um, you can buy t- tiny house plans as well, 24 by 8 foot 6, DIY camper trailer project, uh, 35 bucks for that. These are really good-looking little homes. It's really fascinating. I have to say, though, I am uh, very interested in the fold-out ones, so... For example, a lot of people became interested in, in um, containers, container homes. Yeah, I've seen a lot of construction. Actually, yeah. down on rivers in the River Arts District, yes. a restaurant there is made of cars, of really? containers. Yeah, right near the railroad overpass, Smoky Mountain Diner, Smoky Mountain oh. uh, Supper Club, I believe it is. Gosh. Well, let's have a look how much these are. Um, now, these are scale models, but those things can go ten to twenty thousand dollars to ship them, get them in place, and everything else. And here you're looking at twenty thousand dollars for a fold-out house. That obviously you've got some more costs involved. You've got the crane and everything else, but I would imagine you have that with the containers as well. Of course, yeah. So it's just interesting looking at the you know the other options. My gosh, most of these fold-out ones look the same. But they are meant to actually live in, you know, lockable doors and windows and, um, you know, uh, uh, it's it's all actually uh, put together in such a way. It's got light and ventilation and all the other stuff you need to actually live in it. I wonder how many people would be happy living in that tiny space. Here's a picture of the shower. I mean, it basically looks like a manufactured home, but a lot more modern. Yeah, this one's got a full bathroom in it. So this one is $26,999, so basically $27,000, let's be honest. Um, It's got five-star ratings, 100% five-star ratings, and it has a full bathroom. Wow, that one's 19 by 20. So it's enough room to put a bedroom and a little mini kitchen and everything else. Now, 
of course, you've got flame retardant foam wallboard in there. So that's where your insulation comes in. And it is flame retardant. So, And they are making all kinds of kits now for uh, wallboard that goes inside houses that has foam in it because it makes you know, really good insulation. Oh, that spray foam insulation is yes. King Daddy, yeah. Exactly. And these are solid, you know, foam kits, basically. Um, I, I'm going to do some more. Uh, so this one is 19 long by 20 wide, and it's an 8 feet ceiling, which is not a tall ceiling. It's not 9 foot ceilings like you see in a lot of new houses now. But, oh, my gosh, a lot of 50s and 60s homes have the 8 foot ceiling. Yeah, your standard door frame six foot eight, so exactly, you know, eight feet. Yeah, and um, you know, to to count the square footage in a, I don't want to say a regular house because what's a regular house anymore, but to count the square footage, it has to be seven feet tall. So this is a, a, a foot taller than that. So um, you know, it's a special design permanent house. It's not meant to be on wheels or anything else, and it's got little adjustable feet that it that it sits on. So I imagine what, what you would do to do it properly is pour your concrete plaid in, um, pad in first and maybe pour it bigger so you can have the patio there. Right, yeah. Um, be interesting to talk to a construction person about, I'm actually going to call them and get a lot more information on this. So, um, and talk to somebody in construction. I have a good friend, Dale, I met recently that would, it, this would be right up his alley. Like, how much would it cost to put everything else in? And you could design them how you wanted to design them. I mean, I'm thinking about 50000 maybe. That would be turnkey. Wow. And then you've got your lot. Yeah. And obviously that yeah, has right. to have, um, you know, septic. And, and, and yeah, yeah, which could be another twenty or $30,000. You just never know, depending on whether it perks or not. Right, right. Uh, a really great way to do this when you're thinking about, you know, maybe you've got a family that you want to put up for a while or you want a guest house. Maybe your house isn't big enough and you've got some land is that you can tap into your existing well there, and then you've only right. got the septic to put in. And I could, I can imagine that uh, traveling <clears throat> nurses would love to stay in something like that. That's a great idea. Yeah. And if you've got a bit of land, you could put a number of them you on. Could. yeah. And, you know, if you're outside the city limits or Woodfin now has taken on the controls on Airbnbs or, you know, you have to check in. If you're listening all over the country, we're in Western North Carolina right here. We cover selling homes all over Western North Carolina, uh, north of Weaverville, like Jupiter area, all the way down to south of Hendersonville and west of Waynesville, all the way over to Marion, east of Black Mountain. So we call Big it... circle, yeah. Yeah, I call it the Asheville Triangle. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it takes in all of those points. That's a lot of houses. We've sold over 3,500 houses at this point. People go... You know, sometimes I meet people who don't know me. I mean, we have a radio show. We have a best-selling book on selling homes. So usually people know me out there. However, I, occasionally I go to list a home where someone says, well, do you have experience here? You talk funny. <laughs> like, well, actually, I've been here for 27 years now and <laughs> sold 3,500 homes with amazing team members. And we love to sell homes. And, of course, we have the Cash GPO offer which means we can make, and oh my gosh, is that taking off? I'm having other agents call me now. Actually, somebody who's about to join our team said, I really want to join your team because this person called me and she really does not want to list her home on the open market. 
And she called me asking for a cash offer, and I really didn't know anything about that. Well, agents can use this too. You just go to cashcpo.com, cash, C-P-O, it stands for certified pre-owned, and click get my cash offer, and it's full market value offer. You get a 70% big cash advance in 12 days, and then you use the cash CPO team's money, the funding partner's money to do the inspection and the appraisal and use their money to fix anything on the appraisal. It all comes off at the end, of course. It comes off your profit. And then we get to sell a home that's certified pre-owned, which you know how much I love those if you've been listening in for a while. I've been doing this since 2007. Again, you can see lots of shows on certified pre-owned and what it's all about. Or you can go to cashcpo.com. It's all outlined on there. So you can take a cash offer. Or if you are thinking about listing, please, please, please get the inspection. It costs you about four fifty. If you've got a septic, it will cost you a little bit more. Um, I know of a house that the septic failed at uh, a week ago, and he was actually quoted $16,000 to replace the septic. You don't want to be in the situation where you think there's nothing wrong with your septic. I think that was very high, quite honestly. You could put a whole new septic in for that. Um, Also, the septic hadn't been pumped in a very long time, so it gets really, really thick and... That's not good for your septic lines. And that's, uh, I don't know, used to be 500 bucks to get the thing it's about, pumped. Yeah, I think it was 475 so you're exactly right. It's yeah. still the same. So get your septic pumped if you've got a septic. A lot of homes around the country have septics unless you're in the lowland, and a lot of those don't have them. So if you're in Florida, you probably don't have a septic, for example. So because it's got a perk and that liquid has got to run out, yada, yada, yada. However, if you're thinking about selling, get all this checked out. It's well worth it. You don't want to be 30% of the contracts that drop out. You know, this is, I think, a short window now. We're in the economic cycle. The economic cycle is normal. Good old Clement Juglar, 1860, set it up. And we crested here and in most parts of the country over a year ago. All the realtors I'm talking to, all the Cash CPO members are all over the country. You can see the map of where they're available right now at cashcpo.com. We can do cash offers all over the country. And they're all telling me that the market has softened, is very, very different now. Most of them are big teams and they're the top teams in the country. And they're saying that their agents, and I'm hearing that from agents here too, Um, their agents are finding it very hard because a lot of their agents started in the last two or three years. Like, oh, we're going to jump on the gravy train. It's really easy making money as a real estate agent. Well, of course, when there were multiple offers and people wanting to buy because they thought the interest rate was going up, darn, weren't we right about that? Um, You know, there was a rush to buy really a year ago at this point. It's been a while. And for two or three years before that. So agents who got in in the last three or four four years have no idea of what a downturn in the real estate market looks like. A lot of sellers don't either. So, you know, looking at things, we're talking about tiny homes today. And of course, the real estate market. This is Rowena Patton on the Real Estate News Radio Show. You can find lots more about this if if you're listening and you want to share it with one of your friends. Realestatenewsradio.com has all the links. You've got the links to listen on your phone, on your computer. Obviously, you can listen in your car if you want to. All that good stuff on WNC 570 live here locally 
all around the Asheville Triangle. It travels all out there, but you can listen anywhere at realestatenewsradio.com. All the links for the tiny homes are there as well. And, you know, look into this a bit further. So let's go back to what the market's doing. So all these agents are telling me around the country, oh my gosh, it's really slowing down. Now, all of these agents are in the top 1% of the market. What Most of them are number one in their market. They know how to manage this. They know how to sell homes. They know how to look at the evolving real estate market. And of course, one of those things is cash offers. Cash offers have been around for a really long time. Most of them you get up to 70% if you're lucky. This is a full market value cash offer. That's why we jumped on this. I'm always looking to innovate in real estate. We did that, first of all, by certified pre-owned homes that sell a lot faster. I mean, if you were a buyer or a buyer's agent, wouldn't you want to buy a certified pre-owned home that's been inspected? You know there aren't issues. The issues have been put right. If you're thinking about selling, Please, please, please have, well, first of all, talk to me. I'd love to come and um, we'll give you a cash offer and show you how we list traditionally in the old-fashioned way. More than happy to do that, of course. We'll bring the cash offer at the same time and you can look at how that works. The difference is when you list your home traditionally, and, you know, I would very much recommend at least doing the inspection because, You're not going to join that third of contracts that fall out because the buyer comes in, everyone's excited, you've packed up your boxes, you're ready to go, and then a third of the time it falls out because you've got inspections on there. And if you're sitting there right now going, there's nothing wrong with my house, I've maintained it very well, I'm sure that many of you have. I don't remember an inspection that came back with less than 30 items on, and these days they've got more than 40 or 50 on a very, very regular basis. Now, Are many of those items nitpicky things? Yes. But remember, we're in a market where buyers and sellers are more nervous right now. And in many areas in the country, and again, I'm speaking with top agents all over the country every single week about this. In most markets, you have buyers coming in from somewhere else. California, if you're in California, they're moving to somewhere else uh, in, in big numbers. We all know about that, the mass exodus from big cities as well. A lot of the big cities that are seeing more and more crime, people are moving. Where are they moving? They're moving to Florida. They're moving to Texas. They're moving to North Carolina. I think we're second in where people move to here in North Carolina. Or they're moving to be by their kids. That's a very common one as well. So, you know, as so there's a lot of people moving right now. If you're moving from California, let's talk about this market. If you're moving from California, Florida, Texas, New York, Washington, D.C., i.e. somewhere else, then you're already nervous. It's nerve-wracking. Of course. Moving, period, the end. I moved my office this week. That was that was pretty exciting, actually, because it was just down a hallway, which is nice. We've got, we're in a bigger office now, which is awesome. So even that is not fun. I'm looking for a home. I'm moving right now. And it is nerve-wracking. And I'm looking in the same area. I did for a moment think about Florida. But. No. <laughs> no, I'm staying here for, for the time being at least. So, you know, imagine moving from a different state. I know what really? this is like. I moved here from a different country in 1996. And I thought moving from another country was hard. But I've spoken to a lot of people that... For example, I've moved here from New York, 
and it's like it's, it's like a different world. You know, there's all the southern accents, there's different traditions. Then it's where do I get my bagels? You know, and all the stuff <laughs> they live in New York. Of course. Uh, the 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 different kind of pizzas, just the which sounds minor, but when you're already going through the stress of moving, all that stuff is very stressful. The most stressful part is finding a house. Interest rates have gone up. I mean, they've gone down a little bit, but they're still higher than they have been. 7% is normal, by the way. 7% is average over the last 20 or 30, I think even 40 years. So it's just a normal interest rate, even though we're all, you know, having sticker shock because of how quickly it rose. We've all got sticker shock. I understand that. But imagine now, put yourself in the position of somebody that's moving from New York or California or Texas or wherever they're moving from, Florida. Maybe they moved from a classic here is halfbacks. They moved from up north to down south, usually Florida for the warmth. And then they're not happy in Florida or it's too hot. And they come back here because we're, we have a nice climate. It's, what is it going to be today? 60 degrees? Right. It in was January. 72 yesterday. Oh, yeah. my, really? Yeah. Not that high. It was 72 yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Now, does it get chilly? Yes. But it, all in all, we have four seasons. It's quite a pleasant um, climate here. Very, very much so. And it changes a lot. You know what they say in the mountains, if you don't like the weather today, just wait five minutes and it will change. We really are in a unique place to, to experience four totally different seasons. Yes. And we're in the, we're in the south, so it does stay that little bit warmer in the winter. Um, you know, we have the elevation because we're in the beautiful mountains, which keeps it that little bit cooler than the yeah. flatlands. It's not sticky. It's like a rainforest here sometimes. Yeah. 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 Well, it is that climate, right? So we're subtropical, I believe. We're rainforest climate. So, again, put yourself in that mindset of the person moving here from another state. It is nerve-wracking. The most nerve-wracking part is finding a house. So sticker shock, just finding a house because of the lack of inventory right now. There aren't many houses on the market. That's another thing. You're thinking about listing, get it out there now. Stop waiting on the leaves, on the trees. I hear this every year. I tell you this every year. You don't want to be competing with all the the rush of the... We really are expecting a rush of homes to go on this year. I was talking to a friend recently who's uh, thinking about selling my house when spring comes and when the tree, you know, and I, I, you, your, your words yeah. just came roaring to me. Yeah. Yeah. So no quit, quit thinking about yeah. it. Talk to me. I'll come in and see. You can call 828-333-4483, 828-333-4483. We'll set up an appointment. I'm not going to pressure you in any way. I talk lots of people out of selling their houses because we go through, where are you going? What's that going to look like? Let's set you up with a search wherever it is in the country. We can do that for you. So you can see what's available in what kind of areas you want to go to. I know... They're calling it the silver tsunami that's going to happen with real estate, um, where a lot of baby boomers are thinking about getting out of those big houses. Sometimes they need a little bit of work. Again, I'll come in. I'll show you what the cash offer would look like. Um, it's, it's a full market value offer. Uh, actually, two-thirds of people get more than with a traditional listing. I'll also go through a traditional listing. I've been doing those for many, many years, what that looks like too. And the drones we do, and obviously the professional photography. We have a radio show that we give links to where, you know, we we have a great following through the radio show that's been going for 12 years. And, you know, people come to us 
They listen all over the country looking for homes. So, you know, we we obviously help them and it's another way to get your home out there. Um, we have social media out the wazoo. Obviously, everybody has to have that, have that now. You go out on 300 websites. We've got an amazing network of top 1% agents all over the country. All different agencies were agency blind. It's all about the best agent, not who they work for, quite frankly. <clears throat> so, you know, we can look at where you're going and just take a minute to say, are you going to be able to afford based on the CMA or the comparable market analysis? Or frankly, we don't even do those anymore. We do a cash offer because that is your comparable market offer. Uh, value you know because we've looked at the value we've done everything and here's your cash offer so you know i'll come in with that for you and you can look at what it would look like to list it traditionally and whatever way you choose i'm there for you i might even talk you out of selling your home who knows but we want to do the research now i'm not just trying to make a commission check on selling your house it's like what are you trying to do what is your lifestyle you want to go to move to live by the kids, or maybe you are the kids wanting to move closer to your parents. Maybe your parents need a bit more help. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll look into all of that and see what you can afford. Maybe you're thinking about assisted living. Maybe your partner's got sick. We have the assisted living CPO that, that helps you through all of that too. So whatever your situation, we have agents all over the country who are very highly trained, including here, of course, because uh, I developed these programs that can help you through that. So again, nerves coming in from somewhere else. The last thing you want to do with your home when you're selling it is appeal to those 60. It depends on the price point. The higher up the price point you go, the more likely your home is to be sold to somebody outside of the area. Therefore, you go up the nerve scale, right? So if you're buying a house at 500, 750, a million, $2 million, $3 million, and you're coming in from another area, your nerves are likely to be higher because you're spending a lot more money. You may have visited here a few times. Maybe you used to live here originally, but obviously that the, the nerves are higher at that point. So prepare your house to take that nervousness away. You'll be unique because there are very few homes that are certified pre-owned homes, either because the sellers don't want to pay that $450 to have it inspected that can save you thousands of dollars. It really doesn't make any sense. You, you don't even have to fix anything. You just disclose it. Everybody goes in eyes wide open. Imagine being that, you know, Bob from Bob and Sandra from New York are coming in and your home is certified pre-owned. Yes, you've spent the $450 to or $500, depending on the size of your house, to inspect it. Maybe you can share the inspection report with them and say, here it is. You know, you'll see there's lots of minor things on here. Or there's a bigger thing, and we've taken that into account in the price of the home. You don't even have to fix anything. You can just disclose it. So don't worry about that. You know, I, I remember training an abs the number one agent in, in Charlotte at this point many years ago. And he stood up and he said, I can't advise my sellers to have the inspection. I have 20 listings. And I said, why not? And he said, because I'll have 20 listings with problems. And the room went quiet because he had 20 listings with problems. <laughs> if you haven't inspected it, you have a listing with problems, period, the end. Absolutely. And you can think that old buyers will just overlook that. And if their agent's any good, 
they'll guide them through it. Sometimes that's true. Right. And sometimes, you know, there's a lot of agents that jumped on the agent trail six months ago. Some of them are great. However, they, they have six months of experience, not 27 years of experience. You know, that experience counts when you're helping people come in from outside the market. Now, we're not talking about 5% of people, uh, especially at the higher price points. We're talking about 60 or 70% of your buyers are coming in from somewhere else. They're already nervous. Take those nerves away. But it's also take your nerves away because now you go into contract and I promise you, you're nervous what's going to happen in the inspection. Or you're thinking, oh, nothing's going to come up because, you know, everything is so well maintained. Trust me, those inspectors find things. And then what happens is the buyers come back to you and they ask you to fix it. That's the last thing you want to do. Or in most cases, maybe you're really handy and you have the time. A lot of people just don't want to do that. You know, now you're two or three weeks before closing and you've got to fix 30 items on the list. It's like a punch list. And some of them may be bigger. And what are you going to do? Get a quote for a new roof at this point? Wow. And all of this is costing money. Of course. And energy and stress. stress. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The stress that goes into it. Yeah. So it's amazing, you know. So really, really think about that. And, and for spending, you know, less than $500 usually, you, you can just prep all of that ready to go. Have your well shocked. Is it a pain? Yes. And you've got to flush it all out and everything else. But it's relatively expensive to do that in the beginning. What do you think? And many houses have wells here. What do you think happens when Bob and Sandra from New York come in, put an offer in on your house, and then the well water gets tested? It almost always gets tested, by the way, almost always. And it comes back with E. coli. I see that in over 50% of the wells. Are you serious? Yeah, some kind of wow. bacteria or something in there. It's very, very common. Remember, they probably didn't have a well before. Now they're terrified. And it's showing it's got this stuff in it. Yes. Same thing with the septic. They Most often, they haven't had a septic before. They're already nervous because they're buying a home with a septic. And then the septic is is tested and... You know, their agent says, well, you should really have it pumped. And they're like, oh, you have to pump the septic. It just sounds gross. Yeah. You know, take all of that away. Have it pre-pumped and, you know, show the receipt and have it tested and everything else. And most importantly, the home. Show that your home is pre-inspected. There's a reason why used cars at all dealerships uh, that are sold, the vast majority of them are certified pre-owned. 156-point inspection, everything is fixed, and they offer a dealership warranty. That's what this is for homes. How the heck are we putting homes on the market without going through that? It makes no sense. Yeah, and you, I've heard you also say combine that pre-inspection with a home warranty. Yes. And, boy, that just seals up yeah. the deal right it's the there. the trifecta. Yeah. It's like a, a dealership warranty from, from a car. You know, it costs you about 600 bucks. You don't have to pay for that until closing. We have to think more like this now if we're selling. You have to put these ideas in your mind. I'm more than happy to go through them with you. This is a much harder market to sell your home in now. Homes are sitting longer. 
Um, we look at expi- what, what are called expired listings. Those are houses that have been on the markets for, for six months and do not sell. And I'm telling you, I, these come through every single day. I can't even keep up with them at this point. And that's going to push prices down because there are people who have an expired listing and you've gone through all of that. What do you think happens when I call Bob and Sandra who are now selling their house and I say, okay, I see you expired at $575,000. I have a cash offer for you at $575,000. You'll get 70% of your equity in 12 days. You can use that. We'll do the inspection and the and the uh, the appraisal. And all, you don't have to pay for any of that up front. It's all funded up front for you. It comes off the profit at the end. We'll resell it, putting all those things right. A lot of you expired because you're con- a third of you, actually, if you had an offer, a third of you and went under contract, a third of you, it dropped out. And now you're ticked off because you've gone through six months or a year of people traipsing through your house, taking the dogs out, taking the kids out, making sure your pills are hidden. It's a pain. It's even more of a pain when it gets warmer. Because you've got to be out in your truck or your car and get your dogs out and your cat out and everything else or leave notes everywhere. Please don't let the cat out. And you may think your dog's friendly, but when an agent's coming in with people they've never met, your dog might not be so friendly and it's stressful on your pets if you leave them there. And people really don't want a dog running around with them, even when they're friendly. They just want to look at your house and imagine it is theirs. So, you know, many expired listings that I go to choose the cat. I mean... Honestly, every two, two people that I connect with, they say, sure, I'll look at it. Why wouldn't you look at it? You know, I go through how it works. It's very simple. Um, and you're using somebody else's money to fix everything. Because guess what? A home that is fixed up, you can do all of this yourself. You can pay the money for the inspection. You can pay the money for the appraisal. You can pay the money out at closing for the home warranty. You can do it all yourself. Or you can use somebody else's money to do it. And you can try to live in that house while these things are being done. The yeah. Fresh paint, new countertops. Yeah. You know, you I, don't have to get out in 12 days. You can stay there for up to 90 days. You choose your move-out date. But you can move out in 12 days with 70% of the value, yes. and somebody else is doing yeah. that stuff. Short-term rentals love it because usually they're not – well, they're not living in the house because it's a short-term rental. Uh, that makes perfect sense. So, And they don't want to put a sign outside because they want privacy. They, they, you know, they, they, don't, they don't want – the people who are coming in and renting their home, they don't want to hit their rental income. And the second homeowners, there's a lot of second homeowners here who, again, they don't live in the house. And it's like, you know, I'm tired of paying the taxes. We're getting older. We're not traveling as much anymore. Let's sell it. And, and we can do it easily with a cash offer and fix up the things that need to fix up. Maybe you need new countertops. You know, so we fix the things on the inspection report. It's two parts. The other part is maybe it needs a fresh coat of paint. Maybe it doesn't need anything. That's fine, too. Maybe it needs more new pools on the cabinets. Um, maybe it needs nice quartz countertops because you've got chip for mica and you never got round to all those honeydew projects that you're going to do. Maybe it needs new appliances. Maybe it needs patches on the roof. We find all that out on the inspection. But we can also make a, improvements whereby even a fresh coat of paint will normally bring you another $10,000. It's amazing. So any of the fees associated or anything else, most often, they're all covered and more. You know, two-thirds of sellers get more than with a traditional listing because people love to buy 
the nicest home on the market. If you walk in and it's got a nice fresh coat of paint and it doesn't have your old funky furniture in it, or maybe it's nice furniture, but it's just not the buyer's style. Often people don't have the vision to see through that. This is Rowena Patton on the Real Estate News Radio Show. When we come back, we'll be talking more about tiny homes. I'm going to go through some homes available for you right now in Western North Carolina and what the prices look on those. We've already talked about the tiny mobile houses that are expandable and you just fold them all out like a kit. They're pretty cool. We talked about those earlier. Realestatenewsradio.com for the link to listen anywhere in the country and links to everything we're talking about including the upcoming houses that are available here. We'll see you on the other side of the break in just a minute. From the 570 Weather Center, this is your Weather Channel forecast. An approaching front is going to lead to windy and wet conditions on this Saturday with some showers and a high hitting 55 as winds gust in from the south and southeast at times near 20 miles per hour. And then tonight, some more wet conditions with showers and thunderstorms likely as the overnight low hovers around 44. It's going to be a windy and colder Sunday. Rain will taper off later in the day with a high close to 48. And for the start of the week, Monday, sunny with a high near 43. I'm Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel. Hi, this is Rick, and we sold our home with Rowena Patton at All-Star Powerhouse. We didn't really want to move, but needed to for my job. Our first realtor didn't listen, didn't care, didn't try. Not a single showing in two months. A friend recommended Rowena. She saw the hard work we'd put into the home, what it meant to us, and what it could mean to someone else. Next thing you know, it's sold. If you need to get your home sold and not just listed, you need to talk with Rowena Patton. Give her a call at 828-333-4483. Rowena Patton here at All Star Powerhouse. Sell it now. Don't wait. Call me at 828-333-4483. Don't let real estate pass you by with All Star Powerhouse. This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with Rowena Patton on News Radio 570 WWNC. What is the bedding that, thank you, Glenn Beck, what is the bedding that Glenn Beck does not live in a tiny home? (laughs) Okay, so let's have a look. Rowena Patton here on the Real Estate News Radio Show. If you think anybody's interested in a tiny home or interested in the selling their home right now and how to do it, realestatenewsradio.com. There's a link to listen and a link to all the homes we're talking about right now. (laughs) Click on the button Tiny Homes WNC. Let me make sure that's what it says. It's Tiny Homes WNC. Um, right under the link to listen live at realestatenewsradio.com. So this is interesting. Bryson City. So mountainhomehunt.com is where you can find any of these. You don't have to write that down. Just go to realestatenewsradio.com and click on WNC. We now are part of the Charlotte MLS. So you can search for homes all over Western North Carolina, but lots of other places too, including Charlotte, <laughs> Franklin. Like there's all kinds of different areas on there. This one is Bryson City. So five bedrooms, five baths, 2.1 acres. Why are they saying these are tiny homes? Actually, this was recently highlighted as the front cover of Southern Living's eight secluded Southern stays where views don't get any better. Uh, 12 minutes to downtown restaurants and shopping to Bryson 
City. How well do you know Bryson City? It's uh, Swain County, I believe, out for uh, uh, close to Fontana Lake. Yes. That's real close by. Or Clingman's Dome, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there's a radio station out there, WBHN in Bryson City, that I've listened to a lot. This is on 2.1 acres, and there are three homes on the site. In total, there's five beds, five baths. They're, they're adding them all together, which is uh, interesting. So we have Eagle's Landing, which is a two-bed, two-bath. is 832 square feet. That's why they're tiny homes. With 400 square feet and partial, partially covered decks. That's interesting. We've got Eagle's, Eagle's Nest. So we've got Eagle's Landing and Eagle's Nest. Two beds, two baths, 840 square feet. So about the same size. 532 square feet. They're different layouts, partially covered decks. And is wheelchair accessible. And then there's Tiny Turk. <laughs> one bed, one bath, 400 square feet, 192 square feet loft, 384 square feet, partially covered decks. So really interesting. So successful rental history bringing in $230,000 annually. Wow. Wow. And the views are spectacular. Go and take a look at this one. So if you click, it's the first one that will come up. Go to realestatenewsradio.com, click on tiny homes. WNC is the very first one that will come up, and it is absolutely gorgeous. This is amazing. The homes are really pretty, uh, very, very nice. Uh, now my website is making me log in, which is very interesting, so I can ho- hope I can. <laughs> oh, technology. Yeah, really, I might have to go over here, Randy, and have a look at them. Over here, but take a look at the views on that one. It's absolutely amazing. Bryson City is gorgeous. It's uh, it's just a and it's uh, a lot of vacant land out there. A lot of isolation. You're surrounded by the national forest and and the yes. Great Smoky Mountains Railway is close by too. So uh, Bryson City's. A, I wanted to ask you if you had any dealings with uh, barn dominiums. Yes. Have you? No, yeah. I'm taking us in a direction that we probably don't need to go to on the show today. But the, I'm, Those are the opposite to tiny homes. They really are, <laughs> aren't they? Well, they could be little, and you get those really high ceilings if you don't put the second floor in. I'm a big fan, actually, and I'm a big fan of the style. Me too. The, the only thing is, if you choose to do that, I always think about re- resale. A lot of people think about building their dream home. A lot of you that thought about building your dream home built it with me many years ago. In fact, I have a client right now who's selling their dream home that they built. I sold their home um, about 10 years ago in the Asheville area, and they built their dream home, and now they're selling it. So that often happens. They often think that they're building their retirement home. I I totally understand it. I moved into my forever home um, about, gosh, five years ago, and I said, I'm done with men forever. I'm going to have a nice (laughs) single-level home. And I completely remodeled it, and that was going to be my forever home. And here I am, and and, uh, that home is now rented out, and now I'm looking for another home. So, you know, I do it as well. We all do it. So I always want you to think of resale. So barn dominiums are not a traditional house, which means, yes, they're popular, or they were popular. Sometimes things that are fads 
um, you know, might not. It's the same thing with the tiny homes that we're talking about. Yeah. Not everybody's going to want them. The difference in tiny homes is that if you can do it for a $50,000 investment, so you buy your tiny home for, you know, $20,000, $30,000, and you buy your lot, and if you can do it for 50 or 60 or even less than $100,000, that is very affordable for somebody to buy down the line. And you find a beautiful lot and everything else. So, so you're always going to have a market for that, I believe. Because, I do too, yeah. you know, most people, the average person now is looking below 400,000 anywhere in the country. And there aren't that many homes available. So if you could buy something that was newer and smaller, you know, you can give up all that remodeling you have to do, especially if you're older. And, you know, you don't mind living in a smaller home, especially... If you're single or maybe you want it for a second home, that creates that market, although the barn de minimums. That, that would be my advice. I'm not saying don't build one. It's always been your dream. Absolutely, we can help you with that. I love them. I love that farmhouse style. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all, especially if you've got more money than God and it doesn't matter for the resale. But, you know, even when you've got more money than God, you, you tend to look at that very carefully. So I want to talk about this tiny home. This is a true tiny home, 400 square feet. This is the second one that will come up on the list. You have to just look at this for the incredible views. I can see that. Too. Yeah. Isn't oh, that gorgeous? That is incredible. And that's why we call it the, the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yes. This is absolutely gorgeous. $249,000. It's on nearly two acres with just spectacular views. It's, a, it's brand new. It's custom built, and you can watch the sunrise. It's really been uh, put together in the right way to take in the views. It's got a 40-foot deck, lots of uh, outdoor living around there. It's actually built in 2021, and the owners, here we go again, the owners only stayed there a few times, and now their plans have changed. So 2021, it's now 2024, it's three years old. It's got a community water system, pine tongue and groove ceilings. There are a few rentals already active on the mountain, minimal property association cost, and it's for road maintenance, which is what you want. It's got butcher block kitchen countertops, integral blinds. Um, and, you, you know, you can see all the pictures to this. Oh, my gosh. Randy, wow. can you see that? I can. Sunrise or sunset. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Look at the clouds. Sitting yeah. in the sunrise is absolutely beautiful. So private looking, too. Oh, my gosh. I want that one. It's absolutely gorgeous. Here's another one. Three bedroom, two bath. This one is 1,300 square feet. By the way, the one bedroom, one bath has only been on the site for four days. So take a look at that one if that's something you'd be interested in. Um, we're going to look at the ones that are truly tiny homes here. Some of them, like this one, 295 for a 1,300 square foot house. A 3-2, it's only been on the site seven days. You're seeing a lot more homes coming on the market. I think people are realizing that this is the season to do it. Get them on now. There's a lot of these that have been on just for a few days. Um, and I'm just looking at tiny homes right now. If I looked across the board, you would see so many coming on. Get it on before the rush comes on in March, April. That's not very long, especially I'll come out to see you. We'll look at the cash offer. If, you, if you're interested in that, we'll look at what your home looks like, whether we need to do anything to it, how we could stage it differently. Hopefully, I'll say you don't need to do anything to it because it's beautiful already. Um, and, you know, look at what kind of pricing ranges you could put on there. And remember, 
you can do seller pos- what we call seller possession after closing. Many buyers will agree to that, which gives you it, the, the closing is already going to take at least a month, if not six weeks. Right. So you've already got six weeks and then we can add 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. You've got a long time to move out. Lock in that high price now. Why buyers are still out there looking. We don't, you know, the election is coming up. Things are going to get slower around the election. Get it out there now. This is a relatively short selling season. And like I say, we already crested a year ago. In my humble opinion, we're seeing price drops. We're seeing expired listings. So here's another one. One bed, one bath, 229,000. It's been on site for 44 days. So I'm guessing they're getting a little motivated by now. Um, here's one, one bed, one bath. Here's another true one. It's got great views. 265. This is 408 square feet. Again, you can see all of these and the pictures inside. That's a very cute one with amazing views again. Um, you can look at all these at realestatenewsradio.com, WNC, tiny homes. And here we have another one, two bed, two bath, 950 square feet for 645. Good Lord. That is on 10 acres. That's why. And it's absolutely gorgeous. It looks a bit like a shed. You can look at that one too. It's been beautifully created inside. Sorry for saying that. I'm not going to say where it is because they'll probably sue me or something. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, Very unusual. Go take a look at that one. Two bed, two bath on 10 acres. Here's another one. $125,000, guys. Two bedroom, one bath, 490 square feet, $125,000. It's got views. How cool is that? Where does the time go, Randy? I'm looking forward to going to your website and uh, you want to look at these. Look at that look fold at all the out I home. I'm dying to see that. <laughs> Real estate news. So there's lots more on there. Two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, six hundred forty square feet, one bedroom, one bath, an absolutely gorgeous stone one with a chimney, three bed, two bath. Go have a look at those. You can search around for other homes. Look up your neighbourhood on that site too. See what go- homes are going for. And give me a call eight two eight three three three. 4483. See you next week. This has been the Plain English Real Estate Show with Rowena Patton. Visit Rowena and post your questions at RadioAsheville.com or call her at 828-210-1648.